Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Elizabeth Still Doesn't Know How to Do a Podcast, even though she's been doing her podcast for mm, well over a year at this point. Um, today, I genuinely don't see how I could have prevented this. Um, my computer glitched and completely deleted the file that was me and Emma screen recording. I had saved it, I had checked it, went in today, it's gone. Uh, my trash also was empty, I had not emptied my trash, which leads me to believe it was a complete glitch. So, sorry about that, um, in return, it, uh, there's just gonna be a slideshow of snuffles if you're watching on YouTube, so that, that's the vibe, um, thank you for being here. Um, yeah. You did it. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to me talking about my version of the Marauders in podcast form with Emma. Um, it's been a hot minute. Uh, we've had some issues. Um, yeah, that's all we have to say. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, my updates are just... Somehow got worse. Nothing changed, it just got worse, <laughs> as far as we know. Um, and so I haven't been able to do anything. But, spring break... We got two episodes left in this season. We're gonna record both of those this week. On the spring break that I don't get. Yeah, the spring break that Emma doesn't have, but I have, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... Emma doesn't get a spring break, which is really lame. But yeah, we wanna get some, some questiones. Of course... First three that I see are hot, are heart stopper related, which I am really I really like. Actually, am planning on starting it during spring break. Like, actually, for whoa, I know. Like, I've 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 made it. It's next in my queue. So, like, maybe maybe next episode it'll be there. I don't know though. You can't <laughs> ask me these things. Um, uh, but somebody asked us if we like to do puzzles. I feel like we already addressed this when we had New Year's <laughs> together, and we did a giant puzzle. That was uh, a good puzzle. Yes, we both love puzzles. I, like, genuinely, next year, in my housing, I'm excited because the living room has, like, some extra room where I might be able <laughs> to put, like, a puzzle <laughs> table a puzzle. for me and my roommates. It genuinely makes me so excited. I feel like that's, like most exciting thing um this is so stupid somebody said ups or usps <laughs> what's your favorite delivery service in the united states mm, which one has the trucks that are brown i think that's just ups yeah okay. yeah same <laughs> <laughs> they got like the uniforms going for them and stuff like like, they got it put together. I didn't look through these before. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a couple of ABBA questions. Um, and I feel like you're qualified to answer this more than I am. Um, but yeah, Marauder's favorite ABBA songs? You want to go for that? I feel like Sirius would have, like, the basic just, like, Dancing Queen. Yeah. Or possibly, like, Voulez-vous. See, that, yeah. I can see him with that. I can. I would say more voulez-vous. I feel like Sirius seems like the most ABBA person of them. For sure the most ABBA, but for some reason the one that comes to mind for James is When I Kiss the Teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. Obviously, like, that would never happen, but I feel like it fits his vibe. <laughs> um... No, mm -hmm. and, and Remus would, like, be rocking one of the small... One, not one of the small songs. One of the slow songs. You know? One of the small ones. Yeah, one of the small ones. Can we give Lily Fernando? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Peter, I say winner takes it all. Hmm. That's got, like, depth to it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm with that. The ones that, that in, in Mamma Mia, when she's like sending her off like to get married. Oh, uh, slipping through my fingers? Yeah, for some reason I think that's Remus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it can be his. 
can be his. That's like when he comes back every summer and he's like, Emmeline is so old now. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Now Vulu Vulu is going to be stuck in my head. It's so catchy. And I think it sounds like one of the Mario Kart desert tracks. So I posted that picture of that text conversation between us for this for these questions of just me with Snuffles and then you with your little oh. wolf. <laughs> I don't know if your wolf has a name. It's Hercules. Oh, it's just little Hercules. <laughs> so so Kristen asked <laughs> as in your roommate, uh, if you could choose one marauder to be your forever roommate, who would it be? Oh. Hmm. Forever. I think I would say Remus. Yeah. Because he seems the most logical choice. The werewolf is the most logical choice. Says a, <laughs> that's, that says a lot about the other ones, I think. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, yeah, I would say, I would say uh, if Lily isn't on the table, it's gotta be Remus. Because Peter is going to, like, betray you in your sleep. Ultimately, if you room with him, it ends in your death. Like, yeah, (laughs) there's not really any. It's out of your hands at that point. Um, Yeah. And then I just. I can't can't with either with either James or Sirius. It does. No. Anyway. All right. This next episode is kind of. um. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> we have to move on to the episode because it's a little bit lengthy and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> but somebody asked me to rank my show choir costumes, and I think I'm going to have to do a standalone YouTube <laughs> video for that. I've got some thoughts and opinions. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway. So we will shuffle on into this episode. Um,. No real rhyme or reason behind that is just what came to mind. So, are you ready? We need we need a refresher on what happened last time. It was like your spring break, which is it's now my spring break, man. It took a really long time. Anyway, <laughs> um, to get this episode out. But anyway, so we're oh, gonna yeah. kind of Snape. <laughs> I forgot about Snape. Yeah, yeah, he does exist. He like had a whole thing. Anyway, um, we've got a whole next section. I'm just gonna say this is like the second to last episode in the season. So, and the next one's gonna be just like graduation and stuff like this. So this is, we're getting to the end of stuff because I don't feel like a whole lot of important stuff happens besides this and the next thing before it kind of ends, you know? They're just, they're mostly living it up during this time. They're having good times, um, and this kind of highlights that. But anyway, um, so everyone gets back from spring break, and, you know, Kyra is just so thrilled to see Peter. Um, And Peter is kind of like, he doesn't, Peter isn't sure how he feels about Kyra right now. This is our one subplot in the entire episode, don't worry about it. Um... But, and so she, like, sits down next to him and is like, oh my gosh, and she's like, oh my gosh, my parents are, like, so tone deaf about everything that's happening in the world, and I just, like, had all of these discussions with them and all of these different things, and he's like, I don't, I don't care. Um, He's Hmm. like, you used to kind of be, like, my escape from that, but anyway, he's like, but she's like, how could, how could they not know that? And he's like, yeah, how could I forget? And she's like, what's that supposed to mean? And he's like, nothing. But anyway, they still stay together, Um, and they spend most of their free time together. Nothing's too crazy. I just had to mention that at the beginning of the episode. Let's get into the actual stuff. So, you know, a couple weeks later, people are vibing. Um, and then the, the Rebus, Lily, Sirius, and Peter all, you know, get, get to breakfast. And they're like, oh, okay. And they all have invitations on their plates. And they're like, what are these? And they open it. And it's from James. And... <laughs> And it's, like, these very formal invitations that are, like, this is, this is for James' planning party. You have to meet at the, at the Astronomy Tower at midnight on this date, and it says formal dress required. 
<laughs> Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And so obviously oh my gosh. And they're like, James, what, what is this about? And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I need James to have written himself a letter. <laughs> no, he signed them all James. You think he wrote one and signed it? Yes. Okay. Sure, he did that. Um, but yeah, it's like middle of the night, and they're like, James, like, what? what is this? And he's like, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. You just, like, got to show up. It looks like it's a pretty important invitation, you know? Formal dress. Formal dress required. <laughs> um, and so later, like, Sirius and Remus, like, cornered Lily, and they're like, you gotta know something about this. She's like, I have no idea what's going on. And they're like, oh, no. And she's like, he just likes to plan things sometimes. I don't... <laughs> I don't know. There doesn't seem to be anything I can do. And Remus is like, yes, we know that, but why is he planning something? Why is he planning a plan party? Like, what... He said it's a planning party. Why is he planning a party? She's like, I don't know, man. Um, but anyway, so... Night of the much anticipated event <laughs> arrives. Um, and Lily, like, you know, James, James and Lily have been hanging out, and then he's like, Oh, I gotta go. And she's like, I know you're going to the astronomy tower. Can I come with you? It's like an hour before we're supposed to meet. And he's like, I'm no, like, I'm not going to the astronomy tower, but also it's important to be punctual. Yes, to plan, to plan, to plan. <laughs> like, he's like, It's important to be punctual. I don't think you should just like go there early. Like, that sounds really disrespectful, Lily. Um, <laughs> And so she, so she stayed there, and then eventually, like everybody goes up together. They're like talking loud. They're like, "What? What did James have planned? Like, what is this?" Um, and a couple of them accidentally step on tiles, and then like the plastic balls like appear. You know, it happens. What happens? <laughs> what happens? Because they're like taking all these secret paths to get up there. Anyway. So Sirius pushes open the trapdoor to the astronomy tower, and he's, like, half expecting, like, a curse, like, a hex, like, something crazy, and it's just the astronomy tower flawlessly decorated with a table in the center that's, like, perfectly, like, it's, like, this gorgeous dinner party. <laughs> And it's, like, so unrecognizable from the astronomy tower that they know, except for, like, these gorgeous views. And there's, like, soft lighting done by, like, real fairies. And there's, like, floral decorations everywhere. And it's just... And it's, like, the type of, the type of like, you know, plates and stuff that have, like, multiple forks. Like, there's going to be multiple courses. <laughs> And there's, like, champagne and, like, cloth napkins and, like, hors d'oeuvres and stuff. Like, what? And Remus just walks in and he's like, what is this? <laughs> what the actual heck is going on? And James is like, I thought we should have, like, a proper party. And Sirius is like, this is a party? <laughs> and James is like, yes, this is an adult party. This is a dinner party because we're adults now. Sirius starts laughing, and Lily starts laughing, and James is like... This Lily's is not like, a laughing matter. Yeah, he's like, this is very serious. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, Lily just keeps on laughing, because James will never fail to just absolutely surprise her, because what the heck is this? And she's like, what's the occasion? And he's like, it's our last prank, guys. Last hurrah. We, our send-off to the school, oh. it's got big. So I thought we should have a good celebration for it. And Remus is like, you planned an entire dinner party so that we can plan? <laughs> um, that was on the invitation. Did and he James not read like, it? You guys are making this a much bigger deal than I anticipated it being. And, he, and Sirius is like, how did you expect us to react? <laughs> and he's like, literally, I'm not really a fan of adult parties. You know this. And then James is like, well, I'm sorry. I heard that Sean had a great time at Petunia's wedding. And Sirius is like, okay, this is what this is about. And James is like, 
Guys, I thought it would be funny, okay? I thought it would be a funny joke to have a party. Can we all just chill out about this? I didn't think you'd question it this much. Um, and, you know, they're bickering and laughing, and eventually they all get to, like, sitting down and stuff. And, he, yeah, it's great. Uh, and then James is like, okay, so I, I do have a speech. And they're like, oh, my gosh, James, why do you have a speech? Um, so he, like, clears his throat, and he's like, <clears throat> nearly seven years ago, we all became the best of friends. Lily's like, that's not true. <laughs> and she's like, I hated you for years. And he's like, Lily, did you or did you not say two weeks ago that I should stop mentioning the fact that we weren't friends at first? And she's like, yeah, in casual conversation, but you can't just change how things happened. You can't just claim that we've been friends for seven years. And he's like, Lily, can we just continue? And she's like, not if you're going to lie. And he's like, oh my gosh, Lily, this is the whole point of this party. <laughs> and the others are like laughing. That it's like all day, and then he's like, "Okay, as I was saying, nearly seven years ago, most of us became friends, except for one who was decidedly mean to us for no reason." And then the whole table is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay, that's not how it happens." And and Lily's like, "You're saying I was the mean one when we were eleven. And he's like, "Fine, fine, just let me finish, please. Seven years ago, most of us became friends. We were jerks." We were buttheads, and we were probably bullies. <laughs> She's like, probably. Um, and he's like, but the point is, we knew how to have a good time. Lily's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, he's like, since then, we've grown up. We've all become slightly better people. We still know how to make people laugh. We've gone down in Hogwarts history as the most chaotic group of students. And they don't even know how much we've done. We are quite literally the only people on the planet who have mapped this school. We're probably the first to become Animagi in it. Now we're about to graduate. We need a good sending off gift to the school, which is why I've brought us all together to plan one last time. Sirius raises his hand. <laughs> and, he, and James is like, yes, Sirius. And he's like, yeah. So it seems like you have this whole thing of like, we were the originals. We made the map thing, right? And he's like, right. And he's like, so why is Lily here? And James is like, because she's Lily. And, he, and Sirius is like, yeah, but like, what has she done? Um, <laughs> what has she done? And Peter's like, yeah, I helped with the map more than she did. And I barely did anything. And then Sirius is like, yeah, I don't know, Prong. Seems like we need to kick her out. And James is like, we can't kick Lily out. She has been here since the beginning. She was the only reason I ever wanted to do this stuff anyway, to impress her. Um, that seemed to shut up Sirius and Peter, but not Remus. And Remus is like, I would beg to differ. You know, you always told us that it was to show Snape how much better we are we were than him. And James is like, yes, to impress Lily. And Remus is like, seems like Severus should have gotten an invitation. Um, and, and then Sirius is like, yeah, he was a starter most of this anyway. He's like, what got our street going? And Peter's like, honestly, this is a shame that he didn't get an invite. I'm honestly really upset about this. And Remus is like, it's not even like you became friends with her first. Like, I was the one who became fresh friends with Lily first. Like, if I was throwing a party, it would make sense to invite Lily, but you, like, what are you doing here? How, do, how does he even know Lily? Like, yeah, like, for real. And finally, James is like, she's my girlfriend and it's my party, so I get to invite my girlfriend. <laughs> and Sirius is like, oh, you should have just led with that. And they're all like, oh yeah, that makes way more sense, dude. Why didn't you just start with um, So, you know, James sits down completely defeated. None of this has gone, like, how he planned. Um, I don't know how he planned it to go, but it wasn't like this. Um, and then Peter eventually is like, okay, so is there going to be any planning at this party, or like, what? Oh, anyway. It's a planning party, Peter. Planning Come party. on. Um, so the planning didn't start off great, but like, it never, it never starts off great. It's never like they're immediately like, here's a really good idea. Um, but they just throw around some of the absolutely dumbest ideas you have ever seen. Um, including trying to convince the school that it was James and Sirius who have been dating the entire time instead of James and Lily. <laughs> but, you know, none of them had the right umph, you know? Like, none of them, none of them were like, oh, yeah, like, that's what we're going to do, you know? Um, but at some point, Sirius is saying, like, okay, come on, James, we know you have something. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, you planned a planning party. You're telling me you didn't have, like, any ideas. And he's like, oh, I had tons of ideas, but they're all dumb as crap um, or impossible or both. 
Um, and Lily's like, okay, we know nothing's really impossible. He's like, no, but, like, some of these are. <laughs> um, and he's like, I don't even think it would be that funny. And she's like, okay, spit it out. And he's like, okay. Well, I was thinking it would be funny if we got a bunch of students from Ivermorty to come here and just pretend to be us. <laughs> they're all like, they're like, what? But like immediately they all know, okay, this is the one we're going with. This is what's going to happen. And they aren't sure how, but it's going to happen. Um, so yeah, so that's their big last prank. <laughs> and, it, and I'm very excited for it. And I've had it in my brain for a very long time. And it is really dumb. <laughs> And I think it's a lot of fun. So, um, so eventually they like figure out, okay, like that's what we're going to do. And it takes a lot. This takes a lot of preparation. Like all of their stuff takes a lot of preparation. This took a lot of preparation and they don't have that much time. So it starts with a very long sequence of letters. The first of which is going to Fleamont Potter. It's from James. And he's like, Hey dad, uh, do you know, you have a lot of friends, Do you know, any of them that have a kid that goes to Ivermorny right now? Um, like, just a- any any kid. And so then finally he writes back and he's like, sure, yeah, there's, like, this 18-year-old named Samuel who's at Ivermorny. And so then James, Ann, like, he, he starts sending letters to him. And he's like, okay, so, like, if, hypothetically, <laughs> he's like, like, hey, Sam, I know you've never met me. Hypothetically, if we could get, like, a hundred students from Ivermorny to just show up and spend a day here... Could you could you find the right group of kids? And immediately, this guy Sam is like, "Yeah, obviously. Like, okay, what do you need?" <laughs> um, he's like, "I think this is great, and I can do everything in my power to make it happen." But but how on earth are they going to make this happen? They weren't sure. Um, and the prank just continues to grow in their minds. Like at first, it was like, "Okay, like, what if we just re- replace like you know." James, Sirius, Remus, and Peter. Like, no, it's grown to, like, they're going to replace the entirety of Gryffindor. Like, the whole house is just not going to be them anymore. Um, and they're like, how are how are we going to get this? And so then they sit down all of Gryffindor, and they still don't know how they're going to get the kids there yet, but they're like, we have to make this, they need detailed backstories. So you guys, we got a list from Samuel of all the kids that, that are going to be good to go. So you guys are all going to take a name, and you're going to start writing to them and explain everything about your life, <laughs> and your backstories, <laughs> your habits, and everything like that, so that when they come here, it's believable. <laughs> And so they so it's believable. That. Yeah, so then everybody starts writing <laughs> to their counterpart at Ivermorny. <laughs> like, every day. Um, and it starts becoming a whole big thing. Um, yes, and they're, like, making friends with, like, people their age. You know, that's, that's very important. Um, yeah. But they knew, but the Marauders knew that this would take a letter from Minerva to make it work. Like this is the only way she's got it. She's got to send a letter to like, I, I, it's probably like a president of a school because like that's what we have here. I don't know if it would be a principal or a president for like a, a boarding school. I, I think know. it's probably a president. I don't go to magic schools. Um, I'm guessing it's a president of Ever Morning. Um. <laughs> But they're like, we gotta get, like, McGonagall to, like, send a letter and be like, hey, like, you know, we, their their plan is to, like, promote unity, you know, international unity between schools, like, have a couple kids come over here, you know. Just like, say, oh, maybe these exact 100 students. <laughs> exactly. We're not getting there yet. Um... But they're like, it, it's got to take a letter from her to be like, we got to do this. And then it's like, okay, do we get her in on it? Like, no, right? Like, that would be like the whole, the whole thing is like tricking like the staff and stuff. Like, well, we can't get her in on it. But like, how are we supposed to do this? How are we going to like get her out of her office and like open her fireplace and like get, get her to write all this? Like, how is this going to happen? Um, and then Lily's like, oh my gosh, guys, the same way you wrote the same way Remus wrote my essay in fifth year with that handwriting spell and they're like okay how are we gonna trick Minerva into using a spell like we've gotten away with a lot of things and like kind of tricking her a little bit but no nobody is that lucky nobody would be able to somehow convince her to do that without her noticing then Lily's like oh my gosh my liquid luck she got 
back in sixth year for winning that competition, she's like, we have to use it now. So, (laughs) I want to say nobody, nobody even really knew how Lily got this done. All that they knew is that one fateful night, she takes the liquid luck, she leaves with like this thing that they filled out, but they need her to use the spell on. She she takes it and then she comes back not only with that, but like with signed permission from Dumbledore. They don't know how, and she doesn't know how, and Dumbledore and, M- and Minerva never remember this, and it's just kind of how it happens. <laughs> and so then they have this, and they're like, oh my gosh, what do we do? And so then that night they send off this letter, and it goes to Ivermorty. And based off of what Samuel has said, the president of Ivermorty is unlikely to, like, deny their request. So they're like, oh my gosh, we are good to go. This is crazy, guys. <laughs> Until they remembered the next day that he's probably going to send a response back to Minerva. <laughs> and I think that leads to the next day James spent the majority of his day, like, in the rain on his broom outside of her window, <laughs> waiting Just for ready to, like- to get back in place. <laughs> Just attacking those owl monkey. But he gets a response and then they're good to go. And then, like, um, you know, the president, like, wants more information. But now that they have this whole letter in her handwriting, it's easy for them to, like, copy it and make it look like it's from her. So they have, like, a couple a couple back and forths with this guy being like, okay. And they, they decided it was only going to be, like, five students. Because, um, you know, that's what makes sense. But, but just wait. That's what they told the president, anyway. Um, so the day is set, everything's ready to go, and they're just like, yeah, just open up this connection between um, her fireplace and yours, and, like, everything's gonna be fine, and, like, don't even worry about it. Um, yeah, so that so that's, that's their planning thing. Um, so to have a little break in between that, let's talk about Peter again. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's, it's good this time. So... It's taken, like, a couple of weeks of, like, all of this stuff going on for them to, like, be planning this and everything. And Peter has been very involved this entire time. You know, time has gone on, and Peter is working with them, like, all the time now, and they're having so much fun. And he's like, oh my gosh, graduation is coming so soon, and he kind of realizes that he does not want them to, like, go. Like, he doesn't want to not be friends with them anymore. And he's like, oh, shoot. Um, And he's like... So he decides that he's going to join the war. Now, is this entirely about the war itself? Kind of, like, he knows Lily's gotten hurt, like, her family freaking died, and he knows this probably happened other places, and he knows Sirius's family is, like, the worst. Um, So part of him is like, why is he questioning this at all? But, like, one night it all just really hits him, Um, and it's, like, the night before all of this prank stuff is about to go down, where he's like... um, He's, like, you know, about to get ready for bed, and Peter, like, is left with the map, and he just sees the words at the top, and it's, like, you know, Messrs. Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prongs are proud to present the Marauder's map. He's, like, that's my name. Like, yes, it's in code, but it's right there. It's right in the middle. It's not at the end. It's not, like, an afterthought. Like, I'm I'm with them, and I don't want that to go away. Um, and then he's, like, okay, maybe I haven't been putting in the effort. Maybe I wasn't the kindest after, you know, they, they both got dates and I didn't. And then, you know, he started hanging around with other people. But that's that's his fault, ultimately. Um, so he just, he realized that, like, while everything's about to change, he wanted this to stay the same. So he just clears his throat right then and there. And he's, like, I'm going to join the order after school, too. And they're, like, oh, shoot. And Remus is, like, you don't have to do that like don't feel pressured and he's like no I want to like I'm sorry it just took me a little bit longer to realize it um but you know James is like all right sweet like let's freaking do it and then James is like we should probably tell somebody that like we're all planning to do this like right (laughs) but they're all planning on they haven't told anybody yet they haven't told anybody just like have it in their mind that they're gonna join the order they have not told a single soul about it um that's an issue for next episode um (laughs) But anyway, but telling people is going to have to wait, <laughs> because the day... They got bigger things going on. They have arrived. <laughs> they have no idea if this is really even going to work, because this is, this is a lot, and it's really dependent on each individual person. It's dependent on a hundred kids from Ivermorty. Like, he has no... They have no idea. But the plan to get Minerva out of her... They have to get her out of her office in the morning. This part actually went super well. 
because now Lily and James are head boy and girl. So when Lily shows up at 6.30 in the morning and she's like, yo, there's like this, there's like this really weird like plumbing issue happening in the basement for some reason. Minerva's like, what the heck? And she like just follows them and like doesn't, doesn't say anything about it. Um, and yeah, the, the, the plumbing issue is pretty, is pretty weird. I'm going to say <laughs> it's just like a toilet leaking, which is, which isn't weird, but it is weird in Hogwarts. Cause like <laughs> it's all magic <laughs> and they don't even know like where it's coming from or how it's working and stuff. And Lily and James are like, yeah, I don't know, man, this is, this is really weird. This is like really, and she just totally goes along with it. She's like, yeah, and Lily's like, I don't know, some first year said it was a problem, and I came in here, thought I could fix it, then I called James, he couldn't fix it, so, like, now we're calling you, and she's like, I don't know how to fix it. Um, so they <laughs> they keep on working on it for, like, 20 minutes, and then it becomes clear that, like, somebody's gonna have to, like, look up the magical systems of water transportation in, you know, the school, and Minerva's like, okay, like, don't worry about it, I'll deal with it later, um, yeah, I'll just, I'll see you guys at breakfast, and they're like, okay. So they, this all happens in the span of 20 minutes. So Minerva goes up to her office, no big deal, everything looks, looks exactly the same. Little does she know <laughs> that from the second she left her office to the moment she came back inside, 100 children <laughs> from Ivermorny, I don't know approximately however many kids there are in, um, in Gryffindor at the time, so probably over 100 children are absolutely sprinting through her fireplace out the door, led in by like Rebus and Sirius, and they're like pointing them down the hall, and then everybody gets down the hall, and then down the hall, everybody in Gryffindor is right off of this hallway where Professor <laughs> McGonagall just was, there to meet their counterpart and take it back to Gryffindor Tower like immediately. And so it's like this whole so much whole system at like 6 30 in the morning that everybody is involved in and whenever comes back she doesn't notice a thing it's like in the airports when they have those signs and it's like yeah they all have a sign that's like hey i'm here for like tommy <laughs> i don't know but but yeah it it was a very like <laughs> It was a very good system that they had, and it literally just barely worked. Like, I want to say, as she's going up to her office, she, like, sees Remus and Sirius, like, trying to leave, and then they're, like, trying to act casual, because they're, like, right by, anyway. Just barely get out in time. Um, but yeah, so, when Lily and James finally get back, there's literally double the amount of children in the Gryffindor Tower than there's supposed to be, and everyone's talking, and it's so chaotic, but James quiets everyone down, he's like, okay guys, we appreciate you guys being here so much, this is gonna be crazy, we've got exactly one chance to make all of this work. So first things first, me and Lily got all these uniforms, everybody has to get into a Gryffindor uniform, you gotta take all your stuff from your counterpart, all of your books, all your essays, all your homework, like, we got it, you gotta have it ready to go um and you gotta know where it is so like ask them like how they store things and stuff like that um and he's like okay and he's like lastly we need every Gryffindor if you haven't already done this then you need to do it right now come up here get a map and it's like <laughs> it's not the Marauders map because there's no dots on it but they're using what they know from the Marauders map to make an actual good map of the school to hand to them and they're like you're gonna mark where your classes are so that they <laughs> so that uh, your other person knows where to go and can go to your class as well and everything's gonna run smoothly um he's like the idea is to be as convincing as humanly possible I need you all to become a Gryffindor you are who have lived here your entire life. You'd know everything. Nothing should surprise you. Um, you should know who your friends are, who you're dating, who you should sit by at breakfast. Like, all of this stuff, I need it to be so exact. And all of them are like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> um... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But yeah, and he's like, and remember, if anybody asks why you look different, you don't. 
who have looked this way your entire life, <laughs> okay? <laughs> um, and they're the crazy ones. So any questions or concerns, you come back here, you tell us, and we will help you out, all right? Um, then James pulls, like, his own counterparts. <laughs> so it's Samuel, because, of course, he was like, well, yeah, I gotta be James. Um, and, like, all of, all of, you know, my friends and stuff, but James is like, okay, I know we've said this in our letters, but everyone's gonna think it's you guys, okay? Like, everyone <laughs> is gonna think it's you, it's you guys. Um, and they're like, so you just gotta deny everything, but then, like, also don't make it too believable that you really don't have any idea what's going on. Because like you got you got to pretend that it is you, but that you're trying to deny it. Like that's that's a, that's in character for us. Um, and they're all like, okay, um, and and you know they're all just like offering each other hints. Like Lily's like, okay, you two, and she's like pointing to like the serious and to the James. She's like, you guys got to be running your hands through your hair all the time. You think your hair is fantastic. I need you. I need you to do that. That's the only way this is gonna be believable. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then she, like, says to, the to you know, her counterpart, to the fake Lily, she's like, and remember, you're dating James, but you're not that thrilled about it. And James is like, wait, what? <laughs> and, and she's like, I'm just telling her how to be authentic, James. And he's like, we just agreed to move in together. And then they start bickering and stuff, and the girl's like, I understand. I understand how to do this. <laughs> um, yeah, within 15 minutes, it's time for breakfast. Nobody feels prepared. But it is time. <laughs> so, they, so they do, and they're like leaving out like the times that they normally do and stuff. And they've all been like told exactly where to sit and like who they're supposed to sit by and everything. Um, but now it's just time for all the Gryffindors to wait. But not entirely, because I think as many like communication devices as possible, like the mirrors, I'm sure that other kids have like similar types of objects like that that have been passed down, they're all being used for this. So, like, they kind of have an idea of what's going on. And, of course, James needs to keep in, in touch with Samuel the entire time. Um, so they get the gist of everything. But we are going to be switching our POV to Minerva because that's way more entertaining. Um, so, you know, she walks, she walks from her office to breakfast. You know, she sits at the table. She starts chatting with Professor Grubbly Plank. You know, it's a good time. Um, and then, you know, she glances up every few minutes, just kind of scanning, trying to find her prefects and, and the marauders just in case, as she always does. And then it takes her about five minutes. And then she's finally looking at her students. She's like, I don't think anybody's here. And then realizes that none of them are familiar. None of them are Gryffindors. She can't find a single familiar face. And she's like, and it's weird, because, like, they're all sitting, like, if you're just looking at the group, at the groups... Like, they're all sitting in the same groups that they usually do. None of them look the same. <laughs> and she's like, what is going on? She's like, did I not get enough sleep? Like, am I dreaming? And eventually, Grubbly Plank is like, okay, you're, like, staring at them. Like, what is wrong? And Minerva's like, I don't, I think my eyes might be playing tricks on me. Is it just me? <laughs> or are none of those students actually my students <laughs> and Grubbly Planks looks up and she's like <laughs> she's like hold on hold on she's like wait what is going on like I know I don't know every Gryffindor but I can't like <laughs> that can't, those can't be the same group of kids like I'm pretty sure um, and then Minerva goes up to Dumbledore and she's like headmaster um, do you how do I say this uh, is it possible that and he's like that none of your students look the same today and she's like yes and he's like yeah I did notice that <laughs> she's like how and he's like James Sirius and Remus I've come to believe that anything is possible and the nervous like how did I not realize it's them it's them it's a hundred percent them like what else could this possibly be um so you know she's like it's She's like, oh my gosh, they freaking dyed everybody's hair a different color and, like, did little charms on them to make them look different. Like, what the heck? So she marches down, and she's scanning for any signs of, like, James. It's always James. He's always the instigator. But then, somebody's like, Professor! And she turns around, and it's this very small girl standing behind her. And it is a girl she has never seen before in her life. Or point blank period. So she turns and frowns, and she's in her little Gryffindor stuff, and she's like, Hi, I'm so sorry to bother you, Professor. And that sentence is enough to make Minerva be thrown for a loop because this girl is speaking in a Southern accent. <laughs> in an American Southern accent. 
and she's like what the heck so <laughs> i don't know if i should do a southern accent right now because i don't i don't know if i'm good at that or not um she's like well it's just i've been practicing all night and i can't get my match to change into a needle i've been doing everything you've been telling me and it's not working and i'm getting really concerned about exams and Minerva's like, what the frick is going on? Like, what is this? This is an 11-year-old. This is not, like, one of James's friends. This is an 11-year-old girl who I have never seen before, who's talking to me like she's known me, like, this entire year. Like, what is going on? Um, and then she, she's just so confused. But she's like, what if this isn't, like, a part of this and this is just a regular girl asking me for help? And so she's like, okay, I'm so sorry. What, what is your name, darling? Immediately, this girl, like tears, just come to her eyes. <laughs> she like starts crying, and she's like, "You don't remember me, Professor? <laughs> this kid is a top tier actor that Samuel planted, particularly. I guarantee it." Um, and the nervous, she's like, "What the frick is happening?" And she's like, "I am so sorry. Like, I'm so I'm just having a bad day." And she's like, "Clarissa, Clarissa Thompson." And and Minerva's like, "Oh my gosh!" And this is like a girl that she's worked with all year, on like this particular spell, like hundreds of times before. And she's like so sensitive. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, this is Clarissa somehow." Like, what the heck is going on? This can't be somebody... She's like, it. maybe it's somebody pretending to be Clarissa. And then this other girl comes up to her side, Clarissa's friend, Ebony, except, and starts calming her down in a way that only Ebony could. But it's not Ebony. <laughs> because Ebony has black hair, and this girl has, like, short blonde curls, and is a completely different person, also has an American accent. And she's like, what is she's like oh my gosh and she's like oh my gosh clarissa darling i'm so i'm so sorry i'm just not feeling well today we can work after class okay like i i've got to go now but like i promise i will work with you and she's like still crying and she turns around and like all the other tables are now looking at this because this girl cried like loud <laughs> and they're like what is going on and she feels like she's going crazy but she scans the table again and then locks in where James and, and you know, his friends usually sit. And, you know, there's four boys, one girl, and the girl is wearing a head girl badge and the boy next to her, it's him. He's got the glasses. He's got the badge. He, read, he, he literally at that moment runs his hands through his hair, which is brown, by the way. She's like, that's not his hair color, but what the heck? And she's like, oh my gosh, it's James. So she marches up to him and she like slams her hands down on the table and she's like, <laughs> and she's like what the heck um, and his grin faltered slightly but didn't disappear just like James's I don't think these kids knew how good they got it but they got it really good um, he's like hello professor what seems to be the issue and she's like the issue James is that you've changed the appearance of everyone in Gryffindor house and James furrows his brow and he's like I'm sure you have no idea what you're talking about and she's like and your voice why have you turned into a bunch of Americans what is going on um and then the boy who's meant to be Peter like stifles a laugh and she turns to him and she's like who are you supposed to be and he's like you've known me since I was 11 she's like who are you and he's like I'm Peter also I don't mean to be rude but like you're you're a little are you okay and then um Re the Remus is like, yeah, are you okay, Professor? You look a bit flushed. And then Sirius is like, yeah, Minnie, you might want to go to the to the hospital wing. <laughs> She's like, hold up. Hold up. You should not be calling me Minnie. What the heck? Um, um, but anyway, so she... Yeah, so Minerva's angry at this point. She's like, what the heck is this? Uh, and she does something that she very rarely does, and she points her wand at James. She's really good at transfiguration, and she's really sure that this is some sort of transfiguration at some point. <laughs> so she, like, tries to start, like, you know, lowering disguises and stuff, and she tries all these spells. Her wand is telling her that this person isn't having any disguises. And she's like, what the heck? Like, what is going on? She's like, okay, I know that they're really good at magic, but they're not this good. Like, this is my specialty. They, they know that they can't, like, fool me like this. She's like, what the heck? Are they really that good at this? Um, so she spins around to the Hufflepuff table and grabs the first person that she sees. It happens to be Thomas. <laughs> and Thomas here saves the frickin' day. And she's like, Mr. Emery's, you know who these people are. 
he's like, or she's like, you know who these people really are or something like that. He's like, yes, professor. Um, And she's like, who are they? Like, actually, like, I need to know. He goes, well, I mean, that's Lily and that's James and that's Rebus. (laughs) And she's like, oh, my gosh. She's like, she's like, they are not. And he's like, I don't know what you mean, professor. Like, they are completely different people. They look completely different. And at this point, Thomas doesn't know what comes over him because, again, he's not a rule breaker. He has seen this happen He's like, how did they do this? And so he just decides to go along with it. And so he's like, I don't know. I mean, Lily might have changed her hair or something, but like they they look the same as they always have. She's like, literally, shut up. <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's worth mentioning that pretty much everybody in Gryffindor Tower has heard all of this and is like, like in in actual Gryffindor Tower, is overhearing this on the mirror and is laughing their heads off and like cheering and they're like freaking Thomas, he's going off, he's killing this. Um, expected, yeah. So they had expected all the other students in Hogwarts to like be confused too and for that to be part of the joke. But after Thomas did that, all of the Hufflepuffs around him decided to go along with it, and then it slowly spread to everybody in the school just went along with it. And so it was only a prank against the professors, really. Because everybody was telling them, no, these are the same people. Like, they have been this way the entire time. I don't know what you're thinking. Um, so that it's going better than any than anybody had planned it to go. Um, but yeah. And this was confirmed when the Hufflepuffs had their first lesson with, like, you know, combined with Gryffindors. It was probably, like, 30 or something. And one of the listening devices that a student had brought picked up a Hufflepuff saying, okay, I'm Allison. You're supposed to be Brendan, right? You should sit on this side of me. It's more believable. <laughs> like, they're, like, totally helping out all these kids. They have no idea who these kids are, but they're, like, you're clearly not the same person, but we're going to help you out. Um, but, yeah, from there, things only got worse for the professors. Every class has something different. Um, you know, as re- as was reported by the Ivermorny students who, like, come back in between their classes, they're, like, updating everything. Um, but yeah, many professors are like getting frustrated because they no one's like telling the joke. Nobody's nobody's revealing anything, and they're just really confused. But one professor is like Professor Sprout for sure. Knew it was going to be a losing battle, and so just kept on teaching like normal. Um, and then got even more surprised because the same Gryffindors who would always answer questions are still answering <laughs> questions and are still like acting the same and stuff and this is just more concerning and so then they're bringing this back to staff meetings and they're like are these even different kids like what is going on here because they're acting really really similar and it's but then like a couple things are off it's it's really confusing for all of them um but yeah and they're like doing good magic and like doing all this stuff and they're like what is this um but yeah, um, yeah. Nobody seems to like be distracted or to be like joking about it or anything. Like it seems completely normal if the professor's normal, which is the funniest thing. Anyway, at about um, about eleven eleven in the morning, the thought crossed Minerva's mind that if these somehow aren't her actual students, her actual students have to be somewhere. <laughs> and so James, who has been like watching the map the entire time, like the real James, um, not Samuel. He's been watching the map the entire time. He sees Minerva start making her way up to the tower. And just panic ensues. Because they're like, shoot, she's going to find us. And so all the real Gryffindors have to be evacuated. And, like, Sirius is at the front. And James is bringing up the rear of, like, this huge group of students. And they, like, are all cramming themselves into secret passageways and stuff. Um, and just just like in the morning, they, like, barely get away with it. Um, and Lily's, who's, who stayed in the room with the invisibility cloak, reports that um, Minerva just frustratingly questions a few, like, students who are just chilling in the common room. And then she finally just leaves again. But but they all know this isn't going to last forever. And about noon, it, it doesn't. Um, because they all know that Minerva finally had to get a letter. And then she ran to Dumbledore's office <laughs> as fast as she possibly could. They all knew the letter would be coming because no matter, they couldn't they couldn't say that they were going to bring a hundred kids here. So, um, the letter, <laughs> the letter that Minerva got was a frantic letter from the president of Ivermorny that said, "Hey, we were supposed to send like seven students, 
and a hundred of them are gone and we're just hoping that they're at that they're at Hogwarts and that they like snuck in through um through a fireplace or something like the prefects were supposed to like kind of watch over and make sure because it was the middle of the night that those kids got there safely and a hundred of them are gone <laughs> and then and so Minerva gets that letter and she's like what the heck um, and it is James's biggest regret that he did not find a way to capture her face at that moment because it was, it was a great thing to see. Yeah. So then it all finally makes sense. She's like, oh my gosh, are all these kids from Ivermorny? Like all of them? So she immediately writes back and she's like, I didn't approve any students to come here. I have no idea what you're talking about. And then she gets another response and it still takes a while because, you know, there's an ocean in the way. Um, but the headmaster is like, no, like I thought stuff from you and from Dumbledore I've been writing to you for weeks like what is going on and she's like what the heck um so you know during that time lessons are um are wildly entertaining we'll just say that I feel like you know the the ghost professor bins professor professor bins is the only professor that has no idea he didn't realize yeah. anything like all the other professors are just trying to deal with it and like trying to catch students on things but I picture it like that scene from The Office where Dwight is trying to figure out if that, um, if like Jim Benjamin is... Franklin, no, if that Benjamin Franklin impersonator oh. is actually Benjamin Franklin. Um, both that and the Jim one. But I think <laughs> for catching people on things, because if you see that scene, he's like, he's like, who's the King of England? Who's this? <laughs> for, like trying to do it for all that time period. So I think that's what the professors are trying to do. Um, and so far, they're, like, not catching anybody on anything, and it's really, it's really good. Um, but, yeah, and rumors are flying at this point that all the students are from America, and it's all, like, that it's, you know, James and everybody's idea and all that stuff. Um, and it's quickly going down in history as the best prank to ever happen at Hogwarts. Um, groups of kids from other houses are, like, sneaking into the Gryffindor common room to, like, figure out how it's happening, and they're, like, letting them in on the secret, because why not? Um, and so everybody's like figuring out how it's happened. It's great. More listening devices are made and we're like donated to the cause and, stuff. <laughs> and everyone's just losing their minds at how stupid it is, but also how smart it is because they can't even say that they're like disturbing class because none of the students are disturbing class. It's the professors that are constantly questioning all the students. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, but anyway, at about 5 PM, it's all over president from Ivermorny has arrived on school grounds and he's immediately like yeah these are just my kids like what the heck um, and at this point Minerva is convinced that like the students are going to start to get embarrassed or like afraid that they're going to get in trouble and start to like fess up but no because this has been in the plan the whole time they only expected this to go for like half a day they've this has gone longer than any of them anticipated but um but yeah so um so just when the headmaster like says their name they're like Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm so and so. Um, I'm sorry for the confusion. I just I I've been really out of it. That's crazy, you know. And they just say, like saying stuff like that, and just like no, so chill. And no one's admitting how they got there, who brought them, who like did any of it. Nobody's saying anything. Um, everyone in Hogwarts claimed it was someone from Ivermorny's idea, and everybody from Ivermorny claimed that it was somebody from Hogwarts' idea. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, and so eventually everybody goes home, and it's great. <laughs> um, but that night, the Gryffindors are absolute legends. Like, everybody's talking about how they pulled it off, how the students from Ivermorty, like, knew everything about them, and it's, like, the first prank where truly everybody was involved. Like, they each, like, had an important role to play. Um, they all got, like, was... a lifelong pen pal at this point. Yeah, yeah, for real. They're all, like, besties now. <laughs> but eventually, five Gryffindors. I pulled into Minerva's office. <laughs> As expected, you know, it's the gang. Um, and they get, like, a pretty big rant, rant from Minerva. <laughs> She's like, you made me think I traumatized Clarissa Thompson today. Like, what the heck? <laughs> She's like, you made me think I was going crazy. Yeah, I know if I ask you, if I ask, like, you if you did it, like, you're all just going to lie. And they're, none of them say anything. And she's like, I knew, knew that the last one was coming. And I knew it would be something crazy. But this, like, really, I didn't even think it was that funny. You know? And James looks, like, incredibly offended. Um, but she's like, eventually she's like, it was quite possibly the most clever one you've done, though. 
Um, but still none of them say anything. And she's like, all right. She's like, you guys know I'm not going to do anything about this. Like, really at all. So so just tell me, like, just this once, how how did you do it? They all look at each other and they're like, oh, do what? <laughs> what are you talking about? She stares at them more and then she sighs and she's like, okay, all right then. Just please please make this be the last one. Please don't ruin graduation. I mean, really, like not turning everybody into toads or transfiguring the pond for a scavenger hunt, like nothing. These kids deserve a nice graduation. Do you understand me? They did. And they all know this is going to be their last thing. Um, obviously they have something planned for graduation, but it's not like crazy, you know, <laughs> they're not going to do anything, you know, absolutely bonkers, you know, and there's, yes, there's, <laughs> there's answers of like, yes, of course, professor, um, and they're like, no, we're not going to do anything. Like, don't worry. And then, you know, finally James is like, yeah, we won't, we aren't going to do anything. But um, professor about graduation. And she's like, what? Um, he's like, afterwards, I've got a lot of really, really good stories that you might want to hear. <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh. Um, so they leave. After they leave. She just can't help but smile because, yes, they cause so many issues. They're just having fun. And they didn't do anything legitimately harmful. Dang it. If she wasn't going to miss them, she she's going to miss them a lot. Yeah, so that's the end of the episode. <laughs> I don't know how this ended up being under an hour. This is crazy. That, was, like, that is honestly probably my favorite one. I know. I had to make something good. I've had that idea for a very long time. Because it's just... Because I, I was thinking about stupid things that kids have done at our school. Um, do you remember when, like, for... When like, you and, and Dylan did that? Day? Oh. Just for anything but the backpack day where somebody brought a kid from... Yeah, so I was like, so we gotta do that. I was like, what if somebody just shows up with a kid from Ivermorty and then it just kind of spiraled, spiraled from there. Uh, um... Yeah, I think that's that's for sure their biggest thing. Maybe not because it's like the most impressive or the most fun, but it like took everybody being on board. Like you could not just not be on board and do that. So I think it makes sense that the last one. I remember in my Spanish class, one of the things we had to like do like a show and tell about like a f important like family event or something and one kid just like brought their brother <laughs> how do you do that <laughs> oh my gosh i've never understood like i still don't understand how they got that kid <laughs> for anything but the backpack day like how do you just i feel like your first period teacher would immediately be like leave you know <laughs> you just and what what do you tell him to do like Oh. The teachers, the teachers are fine. Most of the teachers would be like fine with that. Like, I'm gonna say when I become a teacher, that's one thing I'm not gonna be fine with. If a whole student from a different school shows up, I'm gonna tell them to go home. That was also the same day there was a tornado. Really? Yeah, that was weird. Is that? Oh yeah. Wait, this is during my memory issues. Hmm. So was, there was another one in senior year where there was yeah. like another joint. I vaguely remember that because I feel like maybe I had some people come to my house like I did the the, the first. It was time. me. You came to my house <laughs> again for the second tornado. Yeah, I did not know that. <laughs> that was that anything but the backpack day. I wasn't even there, and I just remember that was. The craziest day. That was so fun. One kid just brought a cooler and like in it you expected like a Chromebook or something, but he just had like popsicles in it. <laughs> I saw people with coolers, but they were like empty coolers, but they were like huge, you know? Um like people would put other kids in them and oh, stuff like that. That was so fun. I got a lot One of kid got a whole canoe. It was a good day. I wasn't there, but I remember that a lot. Because there were so many pictures. So that many was pictures. a good day. Um, yeah, so I think we can probably end this. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Thank you so much for being patient while episodes um, were not coming out. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's just, it was, it was pretty rough.
But here we're going to finish out the season. For those of you, okay, I've cut this out when we've talked about this before because we've all, it's always been in episodes that are way too long. But season four, question mark. I mean, like, we want to do it, right? Yeah. You're the one that has to, like, do the actual work for it, though. It's true. <laughs> Like, you're still down to record. I still want to do it. But obviously, health is questionable. And also, I don't know how I would even structure it. It's like, for this, I had, like, okay, times in the year and stuff like that. I don't have it as fleshed out for the years afterwards. So it might look a little bit different. So anyway, leave your opinions in, like, the YouTube comments or if you're on Spotify, like, in the question box or whatever. Um, I don't use it for questions. I use it for you guys to tell me things. So, um... You know, let me know if you're okay with, like, future seasons being kind of sporadic or if they're just, like, individual stories and not, like, full episodes or something like that. I don't know. That might be easier. But, yeah. We're almost done. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Uh, shout out to Benji. Shout out to um, Metamorph Modis. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Bye. We did it, Emma. We did an episode. <laughs>